Hi, this is Mark Harrison. And this is Kathy Martin Harrison, owners of Ed Martin Nissan and Fishers. And this is Tom Britt's podcast. The only name you need to know. Most people have gotten to know Leah McGrath in the last four years as a deputy mayor for the city of Fishers. During that time, we've seen Fishers grow, but also seen a local unknown step up and make a name for herself as a community outreach and government relations expert. Leah serves on the boards of Connor Prairie, the Fishers Advisory Committee on Disability, and the Fishers Youth Assistance Program. Probably one of her most visible feats was organizing and leading the Spark Fishers pre-4th of July celebration in downtown Fishers during the transition from the Fishers Freedom Festival to the city-run event in 2018 called Spark Fishers. You might say her political capital stock has risen steadily over the last four years, so it's no surprise yesterday when she announced that she will run for the Indiana House District 88 seat, being vacated by longtime Republican leader Brian Bosma after 34 years. Somewhat shocked at the news, I had to call and get the skinny from Leah herself. That interview following this brief message from our local sponsor. If you're listening to Tom, then you know that podcasting works. The question is, who needs to hear your voice? Hi, I'm Dave Anderson with Leadster, and I get the chance to work with Tom and the Town Post Network every week, and now you can too. Visit our website, Leadster.com, or click the link on Tom's Anchor.fm page to learn how you could be the host of your very own podcast. We're excited to work with you. So what are you waiting for? Okay, so I've got uh, Leah McGrath on the phone. Leah, thanks for taking a, a minute out here after your big announcement yesterday. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you know, you were looking at Susan Brooks' fifth congressional seat earlier this year. I think it was in August you announced that uh, it wasn't, quote, the right time for our family. And then just a few weeks ago, you announced you were leaving your deputy mayor position at the end of the year to take a position with the Indianapolis-based company called Knowledge Services. And then yesterday, you announced you're running for Indiana House District seat 88, which is yes. Brian Bosma's seat. So are you going through a midlife crisis or what? What's going on? Is, is, is fadness running you out of town? Is, is Brian putting you up to this? I mean, what's going on with That's you? That's right. No, I, lots of exciting <laughs> changes in our life. You know, I, a few months ago, could have never foreseen what what this fall was going to bring for us and for our family. Um, just, you know, timing is everything I think in life and these opportunities have come up and um, I think we're on the path we need to be on and I'm excited, you know, in yeah. August, that wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right thing for us or for our family, but um, I'm excited about what's ahead and, and think yeah. we can do a lot of good things. Yeah, let's talk about your background, because I think a lot of people know you as the deputy mayor of Fishers, and they really don't understand where you came from. And honestly, I didn't either until I went on LinkedIn. But um, I think prior to 2015, um, you know, besides your neighbors, I don't think many people had ever heard of Leah McGrath. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, see, I saw that you, you graduated the bachelor's from Purdue in communications and media in 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like you started out more in the research side of things. You worked with Harper mo- moderating, and then you went out on your own and started the Smart Vision LLC in 2007. Is is that kind of what gave you the taste for public service, or at least this whole sure? Um, well, you public know, my, sector. My life has come full circle, I suppose. In college, I interned, and um, actually at the State House, they have great internships. And so, when I was in college at Purdue University, I interned during the 1998 legislative session. And had a chance to see um, things work firsthand. 
um, and, and how that process works. So I, I certainly have always had a pull toward public service and public policy making in particular. And mm-hmm. so you're right. I started out, though, more with a focus in market research and did some marketing consulting and absolutely loved those opportunities. I had a chance to travel the country during that time, uh, which was a lot of fun and learn a lot through that process as well. Yeah. Um, but it was when I had my own um, consulting company with Smart Vision that I started having the opportunity to work for other organizations. And it was during that time I got connected with the um, public education foundations, as well as the Indiana Association for Cities and Towns, uh-huh. and started doing some work with cities and towns, love local government policy, and eventually came on board and served as their director of government affairs. So I, in that role, really became the connector between cities and towns to state government. So I worked with legislators, I worked with the agencies, uh, served during that time, um, on lots of different boards and commissions or committees that were looking at, you know, big public policy questions like broadband and how do we manage that in the future. And so it was through that position that I really got to know Scott Fadness and, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, and the leaders here in Fishers and what made that connection um, possible. Is that, is that why Fadness hired you? Is that where he met you was through the Indiana Association of Cities and Towns? That is where we met. I think it was in 2011, and we were working on, uh, we were working on PSAP, so public safety answering points, and there was a consolidation of those happening across the state. And so when you do that, you have to, you know, we had to work with the different counties and cities and towns to figure out how to consolidate these in the most efficient manner. And I remember someone saying, you know who we need in the room? We need Scott Fadness. He's the town manager for the town of Fishers, and he's one of the smartest individuals on this topic. So I reached out to Scott Fadness, and, and uh, sure enough, we brought him in, and he, um, he really helped move that process and had the data and the information. So that's how I met Scott. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly kept in touch and would reach out to lots of different leaders and fishers throughout the years with the cities and towns um, because, as you know, I think we have extraordinary staff here. And so right. uh, a lot of really talented professionals who would help um, kind of inform us as we we're working through issues at the state level. And so he hires you in 2015 as deputy mayor. Yes. Um, what what has been your role? Because I think a lot of people are maybe confused as to what you do versus what he does. I think some people think you're his secretary or something. That's not <laughs> true at all. You you're doing half the load and he does the other half the load, right? I don't know about that, but, um, you know, we, the way, and I would say my role has evolved over the years as well. The majority of the things that I've worked on here for the city have really been focused around community development and community engagement. So, you know, early on, I worked on our um, efforts to develop a long range comprehensive plan, Fishers 2040. Uh, it was the first time that we as a community had done that in a, in a real proactive look at, we have 20 years, what, you know, what should our state or our city, how should it develop in the next 20 years if we want it to be sustainable for the long term? So we kind of led that community effort to develop that, moved on to some internal modernization projects here as, as we're trying to gain efficiencies and modernize the way that, you know, our local government works and operates. And then really found myself 
kind of in the middle of community engagement. So whether it was for the Geist Waterfront Park, the Nickel Plate Trail, um, the Geist Greenway, mm -hmm. or disability, art, um, veterans have had an opportunity to work with kind of all walks of life to see how we can serve better in our community. And don't forget about Spark Fishers. And I mean, Spark Fishers. Kinda... <laughs> <laughs> that was a huge that was, turnaround. That was a huge turnaround. It was a culmination probably of all of those relationships really coming right. together um, to, to continue the traditions I think are really important to a community. So why not run for mayor? Well, we have a mayor. I think he's <laughs> he's doing a great job. <laughs> well, but I think we, you know, reading the tea leaves, he he may be aspiring for something else as well down the road. I mean, did that ever cross your mind, or is this something like you know, time and opportunity just kind of presented itself, and you decide to just jump into this this Bosma seat? Yeah, I think time and opportunity presented itself, and timing. You know, I think I said earlier, timing's everything in our lives, and the options that come before us. Um, and, and it's also a position, you know, I've got a real passion for public policy. And I think that, I think our state, you know, we've been so fortunate to have great leaders who've laid a solid foundation for our state. And that gives us the flexibility and the opportunity to really kind of lean in and bring innovation and new ideas to the table, mm -hmm. um, see what's possible. And that's something, you know, that I've enjoyed being a part of here in Fishers. And I think we can take that same kind of innovation and entrepreneurial attitude to the state house to really help the entire region, the entire state. Um, you know, there's a lot still left that we can do. And, and I'm, my experience that I've had here in the city, but also prior, um, I think has prepared me well to be effective. Yeah. And talk about your family life because I, you know, I've met Brian, your husband sure. through the max challenge and yeah. <laughs> you've got three boys. I mean, talk about what happens at home because you've, you're also a mom and you're, you've got kids activities, your kids are active and you've got a husband that needs things happening too. And talk about all the, the home life. Sure. I have, um, you know, we've been, we're so fortunate and I'm very grateful. Um, we've got three awesome kids. I have Patrick who's 15. He's a freshman at HSE high school. Mm -hmm. Nate is 13. He's a seventh grader at Fall Creek Junior High. And then my youngest, Ethan, is in fifth grade at Fall Creek Intermediate School. And so we are living, I think, probably in some of one of one of the busiest stages, certainly of their activities. Uh, they're all very unique individuals. They're so much fun. Um, they definitely keep us hopping. Um, <laughs> But, you know, I also think they give us perspective and, you know, this was a decision we talked with them about and they were excited to do it. Um, you know, we talk we talk at home about these kinds of issues as well. Um, and I think it's important to have someone in positions that, it, you know, whether it's at the state house or in the city who is living this kind of life right now. You know, um, we need more representation of kind of this generation, um, you know, so I, I see that as a positive, certainly right. a challenge, but, um, you know, I've said before, my kids are my why they're why I do things and why I want to make the world a better place for them too. Right. So the kids are excited about this, this is run for the seat. They are, they are, um, you know, I, they're pretty involved in their own lives too. So I think they're, yeah. they're having a good time, but my oldest, especially, you know, loves this, this and is, 
really excited and hopefully yeah. it's something we can do together. Well, good. So, so what happens next? You announced you're going to, you're going to run. Um, you've got to get a Facebook page up. Obviously yeah. there's lots of things that have to happen, but timing wise, what happens for you over the next six to 12 months? Well, I think in the next, uh, the next few weeks really will focus on just getting the foundation of the campaign going and then starting to meet people and getting out and introducing myself to those who don't know me, um, kind of making our case. The election, you know, for first, we've got a, the primary, which is May 5th. So that'll, that's, you know, kind of uh, marker number one, I suppose, in this race. And um, just kind of take it one day or one week at a time until we get there. And hopefully things go our way. Well, great. Well, Leah, I tell you, as a Fishers resident and, and really a fan of what you and Badness have done over the last four years, we wish you all the best of luck. Thank you. Your campaign. Uh, hopefully others in the district will get an opportunity to meet you and hear your passion for public service like we have as Deputy Mayor Fishers. Thank you. And uh, just can't wish you the, nothing but luck in your upcoming primary. Um, is there going to be a website for you hopefully soon? Do you know what that URL will be? Or yeah, I think it will be leahmcgrath.com. leahmcgrath.com. Okay. Yep. So we can look for more information there. But Leah, again, thank you so much for taking time out. Congratulations on thank your you. run and endeavor and, and best of luck. All right. Thanks, Tom.